The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. Already the third day of December of this final month of 2023. Your date, one, two, three, two, zero, two, three. <laughs> we welcome you to the Race Day show, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base. Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. Remember that, too. 
let's see, 12 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time here in Vegas, and you know what? <laughs> 37 degrees out there. Yeah, 37 degrees. Wow. That's, uh, that's cold. Uh, we're going to get up to 61, though, today. And you know what? It's going to warm up throughout the week. Monday, 65. Tuesday, 68. Wednesday and Thursday, 66. We get into next weekend, and then the temperatures drop again. Friday will be 60. Saturday, 57, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it looks like it will be sunshine. Everything will be good there. And it's always fast, firm, and perfect in our race and sports books anyhow. Big day yesterday across the country with uh, Mother Nature and the weather really playing a big part in it. For example, down there at uh, the... By the way, I want to welcome not only the people here listening at Sports Talk 1400 and 107.1 FM, but all of those folks listening out there on the many different platforms of streaming we have. Like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. Your iPhones and your Androids with your KSHP apps that you can hear us now. And certainly anywhere you get your podcasting. And uh, coming up, even more outlets. We'll be uh, getting back to the South Point Studios. We'll be broadcasting there, hopefully by uh, the beginning of next week. They get all the uh, equipment they need there. So we can continue to simulcast through these studios and over all of the platforms we already have that I just talked about. Okay, including our podcasting, etc. And uh, then we'll be ba- we'll be on the uh, South Point uh, Studio TV streaming, so you can see us in the studio and, and uh, as well. So we got the video and uh, audio streaming going on, and that'll uh, hopefully start happening sometime next week. We'll let you know. In any case, we welcome everybody, no matter however, wherever you get us, even your gold tooth filling. I don't care as long as you get us. Welcome. And good Sunday morning to you. So anyhow, weather yesterday was the key factor, I think, in racing around the country. First of all, at fairgrounds, the claiming crown, they ran the claiming crown. They canceled the first two races because of the weather. It got really bad, the rain, and the track was sloppy all day. But they got it in. They got the the claiming crown in at the fairgrounds. So we give them uh, high fives for that. My understanding is they're coming off the turf today at Gulfstream because they said they had a lot of heavy showers overnight in that area. And uh, by looking at the good old weather map, we got a lot of action, a lot of rain and stuff going on in the uh, northeast that'll take effect for a lot of those tracks up there like Laurel and, of course, Aqueduct, etc. You got snow in the Great Lakes area and over Wisconsin and Illinois and uh, Indiana. And in the great northwest, more fronts are coming in that will be affecting the weather across the country next week. It's already starting to rain and snow up there in Washington and Oregon, parts of Idaho and et cetera. So it's that time of the year. Look, it's it's the winter time of the year. So always fast, firm, and perfect in the race books here in Las Vegas. And if you have your phone apps right there on the couch in your house, we welcome you to the show. All right. We got Jonathan Ardoon with us today, Rich Ang, John Lindo, Jerry J, your Woodbine clocker picks and all that good stuff. So why don't we take a look at what happened yesterday? All right, Ralph, I think we will. Here we go. Aqueduct. Four nice stakes races yesterday at Aqueduct. Okay. It uh they were the last four races on the card to start out with the uh, Damazel for two year old Phillies, won by Life Talk. Uh, repelled a lot of uh, late challengers and early challengers as well. It was a solid win for Life Talk, owned by Rapoli, trained by Pletcher, ridden by Irad. You know that team. $4 even as the uh, favorite in the uh, Demoiselle. Uh, Shimmering Allure was second, and uh, Dolomite was third. Then we got to the Gopher Wand, where uh, Dr. B won under Jose Lascano for Robert Reed, paying ten forty. Dr. B rolled up the rail. Tizzy in the Sky was second, and uh, Venti Valentine was third. In the Remsen for two-year-olds, take note on this. In the Remsen for two-year-olds, the winner was Dornock. Luis Saez aboard paid 540 for Danny Gargan. And I got to tell you, 
Darnock ran a hell of a race because battled with Sierra Leone, who actually got the lead from him in the shadow of the wire, and Darnock just dug in and got back and won the race in a driving finish with Sierra Leone. And uh, drumroll, please, finish third. And then the Cigar Mile, Hoist the Gold, ran a huge race. Right on the lead, and man, when they turned for home, pulled away under John Velasquez for Dallas Stewart. Hoist the Gold paid 1940 for that solid win in the Cigar Mile. Senor Buscador came from last, picked up the pieces for second, and Castle Chaos was third. That's how they went yesterday at Aqueduct. Your pick six there paid forty three thousand four forty three fifty, and uh, that team of uh, Jose Liscano and Linda Rice had another winner yesterday. Linda Rice is going for, I guessed, the most victories uh, in one year in the history of New York racing. She's getting close too. She's got. She's just got a whole barn full of horses that fit their condition book. That's the deal. Anyhow, that was that at Aqueduct yesterday. We have uh, Del Mar in Southern California going to wrap up today with their Bing Crosby meeting yesterday at Del. And by the way, we got a, a real good uh, jockey battle going on. Yeah, at uh, Del Mar because uh, <clears throat> Flavi and Pratt won four races yesterday, and Juan Hernandez won one. So here's the deal: going into today, Hernandez has 20 wins. Pratt has 17 with the four he won yesterday. So it's uh, possible that Pat Pratt can pull it out or, or uh, Hernandez wins a couple and uh, secures the win. So we'll wait and see about that. Watch those two guys today. Pratt won the first race at 540. Came back to win the Stormy Liberal with the unconquerable Keen for Phil D'Amato. It's on the turf. Yep, that's it. Turf stakes race. It went to them. 540. Outrunning Turn on the Jets, uh, Jerry Jay's uh, feature play pick, and Lane Way was third in the race. Now, of course, Jerry Jay's reverse, reverse play hit in that race because he had Unconquerable Keen as part of his uh, link-ups. So that reverse exacta paid uh, $6.70 for a buck. 50-cent try, by the way, with the reverse uh, link-ups paid $6.15. Then we got to the Jimmy Durante for two-year-old fillies. This was an absolute perfect case ride with the talents of Juan Hernandez. Breaking from post 11 at a mile on the turf, Hernandez leaves the gate, gets Zona Verde running hard, gets to the lead, moves over to the rail, cleared the field going into the turn, went down the backstretch, geared her down, geared her down and got away with a uh, pedestrian-type half. And when they turned for home, Zona Verde had plenty left under Hernandez with a perfect, just rationing ride by Hernandez. Zona Verde pulls away, wins the Jimmy Durante. Yes, it's a turf stakes race, and yes, it was trained by Phil D'Amato. So there you have it again. But Zona Verde paid twenty three sixty for the win. Because a lot of people thought from that outside post it would be impossible to get a good trip, but not under Hernandez. Perfect trip there. Lady DeBerry was second. Yada was third in the Jimmy Durante. Then we went to the Hollywood Derby at a mile and an eighth on the turf for three-year-olds. And in the end, program trading proved the best under Flavian Pratt. That was Pratt's second of the three stakes race wins on the day. Second stakes race win of the three stakes races, I should say. Trained by Chad Brown, who won the Hollywood Derby again. He ships out horses. I think this is the fourth or fifth time this guy's done this. And he was the big favorite. Program trading paid $3.80 to win. West, uh, Webslinger was second and was closing fast, but couldn't get there in time. Webslinger, silver knot. The early pace setter, the Charlie Appleby European en uh, uh, invader, finished third in the race after setting the pace. All right, Pratt kicks off uh, the eighth race and gets that win with Havoc. That was his fourth win of the day, 10-60 there. And uh, Mark Cassie and Tyler Gaffillon pe teamed up in the last race at Del Mar to win that with Golden Ghost at 780. How about that? 
All right, so your pick six paid twelve thousand nine eighty four twenty. And it was a pretty eventful day down there at Del Mar. Good racing there. At Woodbine, they had a couple of stakes races. The Clarendon for two-year-olds won by Frack Dancer. That was Ernie Perry's clocker pick on the show. Ernie clocker pick gets there in the Clarendon. Sahin uh, Ceviche aboard paying $8.10 for trainer Michael DiPaolo. Midnight mascot was second. Gun Court was third. And in the other stakes race, for the one for two-year-old fillies, the Shady Well, the winner there was Sharman's Girl for Harold La Ducheur. I'm sure I screwed up that name. Ryan Munger was the rider here there and paid forty-nine sixty as an upset in the Shady Well. Van Du was second, and Onella, the big favorite, finished third there at Woodbine. Gulfstream Park. Day two of the championship meet, a couple of Florida Stallion Stakes Series races. The in reality the d division for two rolls, one by Seminole Chief for Jack Sisterson and Paco Lopez, $27 even for that win. Outrunning Secret Lover and uh, Ben Tornado, who finished third. And in uh, the other uh, Florida Stallion Stakes Series, the My Dear Girl division, the winner there was Honey Dijon. Paco Lopez aboard for Joe Harper. I'm sorry, Joe Sharp. Harper. Joe Sharp was the trainer there for Honey Dijon. So Paco wins both the Florida Stallion Stakes Series Division stakes races yesterday. Uh, Honey Dijon paid $8 even. That was, uh, by the way, um, his uh, third win of the day as well for Paco. The Sabal Beach, the Sabal Palm Handicap, the Sabal Palm Handicap was won by Skyro. Joey Bravo for Brian Lynch paying 1080 outrunning Armstrong and uh, Country Final on that at uh, Gulfstream yesterday. They're pick six. This is a 20 cent pick six at uh, at Gulfstream. Paid $50,999.44. Pick six. 20 cent there. Gulfstream yesterday. Laurel couple of hundred thousand dollar stakes races the maryland juvenile phillies for two-year-old phillies won by kissed by an angel angel cruise five dollars even and in the Mar uh, by the way the outrun at running second was sheila's war cloud and third was big urn in the maryland juvenile for two-year-olds that winner was circle p for richard shoppy nineteen dollars and eighty cents for that one outrunning uh catahoula moon and uh, speedy ness and finally, a Golden Gate, no, that's not a finally, but a Golden Gate, the Gold Rush, was won by Wild Jewels. Carlos Martinez aboard, the filthy favorite, paid $2.80 to win outrunning Classy City and Sushi Sticks. Now, in the claiming crown at Fairgrounds, like I said, canceled the first two races. Races 3 through 10 were all the claiming crown races. Claiming crown winners, Carmel Chip. Xylophone, and Anatolian, Time for Trouble. That was a nice win there, Time for Trouble in that one. Mischievous Rogue, uh, Richie Sonneroll. Richie's on a roll, paid uh, thirty-three sixty. is the highest-priced winner in the Claiming Crown series. Runaway Magic, a winner there, and Money Supply. Those were the winners of the Claiming Crown stakes yesterday at Fairgrounds on a very sloppy track, and, uh, well... Bad weather conditions, really. And uh, Turfway Park, the holiday inaugural, won by Marissa's lady, Rafael Bejarano, for Bill Morey, who's training horses out there now. $5.46 as the favorite. Outrunning BG Warrior and Bling, who finished third. Hey, that's what happened yesterday, but we got to find out what's going to happen today, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to come back, check a few of the headlines, Get you your racing menu, and then off to the races with our handicappers. Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Chang, John Lindo, Jerry J, and Ernie Perry's Clocker Picks. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. 
Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. All right. Well, um, all I got to... Oh, by the way, uh, they say that uh, the deadline uh, for report on the future of Maryland racing... In the state of Maryland, it's been extended to January 5th. I guess uh, they're working through all of the the situation there in Maryland. That would be something if they uh, did something to that racing there. But uh, they're going to make a decision about uh, the future of racing in Maryland as far as the racetracks are concerned there. And you know the Turf Paradise is on life support. They finally got uh, a chance to run another meet that starts in January. And, uh, you know, we were watching some of the big racetracks go down the drain and all that. I guess they're consolidating. Let's put it that way. It's not time to panic yet. It's just consolidation, okay? Let's let's keep a positive attitude on this Sunday. All right? All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. I want to remind you, uh, the first post-time we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect out of the Pacific Time Zone. Because that's where we're at here in Las Vegas. These will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. But if you're listening anywhere else around the world in another time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone for the first post times. Because I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times are Pacific. Enough said? Okay. And uh, we'll start our menu now for today. Sunday, your third day of December, 2023. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Understand that the rains that came overnight at Gulfstream kind of washed out turf racing today, so take the races on the turf, off the turf today at Gulfstream. Yeah. That'll uh, affect, I guess, the first race, the seventh race, and... uh, the fifth, uh, the tenth race. So you got the first, seventh, and tenth coming off the turf today at Gulfstream. Now the feature there today is the Orange Blossom. It is the ninth race on the card, the hundred thousand dollar Orange Blossom at a mile and seventy yards for fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, and a field of eight before it scratches. Two to one favorite in that race is Fast and Flight, Fast as Flight, with Joey Bravo aboard. Remember he's uh, down at Gulfstream now. All right, Gulfstream Park. They have a super high five carryover there of $17,732. Just a regular super high five carryover left over from the last race last night. And, of course, as you know, with that big payoff in the uh, pick six, that was uh, an all-burger there. So they'll start the pick six uh, jackpot carryover anew today. All right, first post-time Gulfstream for 11 races, 9-10. Then we move to Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Where the track is sloppy, because it's uh, it's lots of rain there. The track is sloppy. It's raining, and uh, the de- it'll be about 50 degrees of post time at Aqueduct today. Nine races. You have a couple of stakes races in the New York Stallion Series. 
the Staten Island Division, which is the seventh race on the card for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up at seven furlongs. Uh, that uh, had an original field of eight in that seventh race. Scratch number six, Bank on Anna. The six, Bank on Anna, is scratched there. That'll leave uh, seven to go in that race. And your uh, favorite on the morning line at even money is Morning Matcha. Morning Matcha with Sanchez aboard at even money. And then the uh, Thunder Rumble division, seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up, is the eighth race on the card. In that race, scratch number nine, Vacation Dance. It was a long shot. Scratch the nine, Vacation Dance. Leaves a field of eight. Favorite in that race at two to one is today's Flavor with Javier Castellano. Nine races today at the Big A and a first post time of 9.20 on a track that is sloppy. All right, next up comes Laurel Park. I'm sure it's off there at Laurel as well. They have nine races today at Laurel. And they've got a first post time at Laurel today with a pick six jackpot carryover of $1,624 set at $925. $925 first post at Laurel today. Woodbine, north of the border. All right, we got Woodbine has nine races. The feature race today is the $150,000 grade three valedictory. A mile and a half for three-year-olds and up and an overflow field of 14 before scratches. Wide open event. Three to one favorite there is Millie Girl with Rafael Hernandez aboard. Couple of nice carryovers at Woodbine today. Pick six jackpot carryover, $12,338. Super high five jackpot carryover, $49,080. First post time, Woodbine, nine races, 10.05. Fairgrounds and all that jazz and all that bad weather from yesterday. They've got a regular pick six carryover at Fairgrounds of $6,164. Not a jackpot, a regular pick six carryover, $6,164. Eight races today, first post time, 1045. And then we go where for the last time this year? can now go on vacation, sweetheart, until next summer at Delmar. Thanks for the memories. Last day at Delmar today, first post time, 1230. Everything goes out the door on this closing day. All carryovers and all money, everything, including uh, take a plant or two on the way out. Don't matter. Closing day, Delmar. Nine races and a couple of nice stakes races for closing day. The $100,000 grade three, Cecil B. DeMel. It's the fifth race on the card. It's a mile on the turf for two-year-olds. A field of nine before scratches. Five to two favorite there is Lord Bullingdon. Lord Bullingdon, five to two, Umberto Rispoli. And then the $300,000 grade one matriarch. At a mile on the turf for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up. A field of 12, a dozen go in this grade one. It is a wide open affair. This is gonna be a goodie on the turf. Morning line favorite three to one is White Beam with Flavian Pratt aboard. Again, jockey title is much on the line. Juan Hernandez goes into today with 20 wins. Flavian Pratt goes into today with 17, but remember he had four wins just yesterday. First post time at Del Mar for the finale is at 12.30, 12.30 today. Golden Gate has nine races. They've got a pick six jackpot carryover, $22,806. And their first post time at Go uh, Golden Gate today. They also have a super high five carryover, by the way. That thing is uh, $4,975. So the first post time at Golden Gate for nine races, $12.45. And then we wrap it up in Southern California, Los Alamitos, where their thoroughbred meet will start next week. We'll have Bob Mazursky with us tonight. First post time is 5.30 at Los Al. They are seeding the pick six pool at $10,000. Already 10 grand setting in the pick six pool for tonight. Regular pick six, no jackpot. 10 races today. 
Here's how they'll line up. We got two thoroughbred races, four mixed breed races, of which one of them is a mixed breed stakes race. That'll be the last race on the card at 1,000 yards. And then in between all that, they'll have four quarter horse races. Ten races overall, Los Al, 5.30, first post in Orange County. All right. And that is your Sunday racing menu. I think that's enough. Let's go to uh, Jonathan Hardoon standing by with his umbrella out. Jonathan, good morning. Umbrella wouldn't stand up, Ralph. It's so windy. The rain is coming down sideways. So. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you, you need more than an umbrella today. Wow. You need to stay inside today, I think. Exactly. Have your phone account loaded up. Get a little, uh, get a little munchies go. going on. Do a little football and horse racing on this Sunday, right? Not a day to be outside. Not if you're on the East Coast, that's for sure. No. Okay. Well, uh, hey. By the way, I just wanted to waited for this little tidbit uh, to uh, give to everybody. But uh, Mike Luzzi, jockey Mike Luzzi, who uh, was an Eclipse Award-winning apprentice jockey back in 1989. He's won more than 3,500 races in his career. Announced his retirement from riding yesterday. He did it yesterday. He's going to become an agent for his son, Lane Luzzi, who is yeah, uh, going to be. Son rode in, his yeah. son rode at Lone Star for the last couple of years and actually had a lot of success. Uh, mm -hmm. He brought his tack out here uh, a couple of months ago. I guess he planned on riding the winter meet at Aqueduct. And now uh, Mike, his dad, retired, and he will be. The uh, jock agent for his son. That's uh, that's a nice. Uh, that's a nice. Uh, that's uh, for sure. That's a nice thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> nice little story for this Sunday. That's for sure. All right. Um, well, uh, what do you think of anything uh, that happened yesterday? I, I know you have a thought about how the track played yesterday at Aqueduct. Well, it was a total conveyor belt. I mean, you know, a couple of horses came from out of it. Some of the best performances were by horses that didn't win. I mean, even look at the uh, the Remsen when Sir Leone, who came from dead last, turning for home, dead last. Uh -huh. That was the two point yeah. three million dollar yearling that Chad Brown uh, trained, and uh, he got up to Dornock, but he couldn't. He actually went by Dornock. He did. Dornock, being on the best part of the track, came back and won. But when a horse makes that move with that kind of momentum, you never see the inside horse come back and get him. And that's what he did. Dornock's supposed to be a good one. He's a full to a horse named Madge. Yes. Who we all remember from this year's Derby. Derby winner. Yeah, that's right. I got to tell you, I think and this. And the next race, the next race, Ralph, in the Cigar Mile, yeah. Senor Buscador was, was in another area code. And what he did yesterday, nobody did. And uh, he came <laughs> flying. He did pick up the pieces. There were a lot of horses that were involved early that just stopped. But he still ran damn good. I'll yeah, he sure did. He ran down uh, everybody but Hoist the Gold, who had, at that point in the time of the mid-stretch, pulled away from the field. And maybe the track assisted a lot in the visual of Hoist the Gold's win in the Cigar Mile, right? No question about it. No question. Now, uh, as far as uh, uh, Dornock and Sierra Leone is concerned, I think this Remsen is going to produce, uh, you know, these when they turn three-year-olds at the beginning of the year on January 1st. I think this Remsen is going to be a little of a productive race. Uh, totally agree with you, Ralph. Totally agree. All right, so you're agreeing too much with me. Can we, uh, you know? Can we... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Linda Rice has 158 wins, I believe. I could be wrong. Okay. I'm sure I'll hear about it from some of our loyal listeners. Yeah. She needs 164 to break the record. I'm telling you now, she will shatter the record because come the last two weeks, she will just drop everything like she did in Saratoga. She dropped horses way down to win to make sure she got the, the uh, training title. I think she finished in a dead heat with Chad Brown. Mm -hmm. um, but I, this has got to be really important to her. I mean, the history of New York racing to get the most wins ever, I mean, that's impressive. You know, yeah, I got to tell you, then uh, that's for the most wins on the New York racing circuit. That includes all of the Aqueduct uh, uh, meets throughout Belmont, the year. Saturday, Belmont, yeah, the whole Saturday. year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of... It's kind of like uh, entertaining to watch her in the winter circle because she always comes in with a big, uh, you know, a big uh, file case and all That's that. Her laptop. She, yeah, I know. She comes in with her laptop with <laughs> in the winter nice. circle. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she she is a dedicated person, and and boy, I got to tell you, 
Well, I think her her best forte as a trainer is knowing where to place horses. She does, and she's not afraid to drop them, and she plays the game really well. Yeah, and she's she a, just a terrific horse person. She really is. Yeah, Take nothing away from her, and uh, she had she she's been on fire the entire year. Just yeah. think about it. If you win 160 races, how many racing days are there really in New York? You know. Uh, if they're running three or four days a week, yeah. that, that you're averaging a, a win a day. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's not easy to do. As a tr- For a trainer, yes. It might be a little easier for a jockey, but for a trainer, yes. And it seems like the guys who are under her shed row that are winning all the races for her are, uh, uh, I guess, related somehow is Ho- Jose Ortiz, right? Uh, he's, he's, he's Yeah, Jose Ortiz is in the family, but she uses it when, when he's well, not Liz- around. She uses Liz- Jose Lascano Lizcano, for yeah. his call. So, you yeah. know, she, she basically keeps it close to the vest. Yeah, and Lascano, of course, was uh, the victor on her horse yesterday, power seeker in the sixth day. Paid seventeen forty. so some people aren't getting hip to her yet, huh? I don't know what they're waiting for, but that's correct. Yes. Okay. So, what are we what are we looking at today? Aqueduct is going to be a sloppy mess, right? No, we're not going to Aqueduct. We're going to go to Gulfstream and to uh, Delmar. Well, Gulfstream's going to be race. kind of a mess too, don't you think? But they're on. They only had a shower this morning. Oh, there, okay. That's what. It's nice now. You know, you know, Florida could rain on one side of the yeah. street and the other side it's sunny. Well, why? They got well, why do you think they? The track. Why do you think they took the turf races off then? Just because it's early long in the season. It's only yeah. day three of yeah. the championship. And by the way, yesterday the pick six paid in excess of fifty thousand dollars. However, there were multiple tickets. It was a mandatory payout. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, fifty thousand nine ninety nine forty four to be exact, and it was a, a mandatory. Yeah. I stand corrected. You're right. It's not. I'm, I'm not correcting you. I'm just stating the fact. I mean, there, you know, it was a mandatory pass, yeah. so there were multiple tickets. So that is a nice payoff. No kidding. Cents, yeah. Yeah. And they, they, there wasn't like a huge shocker $100 horse either. I mean, it was like. No, no. It was just a but You beat a couple of short-priced horses. I think one or two really odds yeah. on, you know, three to fives went down. And you had some $20 horses, a $17 horse. But for the most part, you know, you just had the right prices. Sometimes it lands right. No yeah. crazy reason. Results, but you got to put the dots together, and it's one of the last of the tracks that have the jackpot. Good luck to them; they can keep it, yeah. keep it in Gulfstream, and uh, <laughs> yeah. one track to have it is more than enough. Well, and uh, it was only the second day of the meet too. We got a twenty-two sixty, eleven sixty, fourteen eighty, ten eighty, eight dollars and sixteen sixty. Got you almost uh, fifty-one grand, yeah. except for a few pennies. So there, there was no crazy yeah. result. All right, let's get go. Okay, uh, we'll go to Gulfstream. Okay. Let's go to the ninth race, which was scheduled for the Tapita. And I like the number two horse in here, Jan's Girl. This is a four-year-old filly from the Laura Cazares barn. Mm-hmm. She's had ex- she has excuses in her last race. Last race was a marathon distance on the turf without Lasix. Well, she goes back on Lasix today. If you go back to her races, three and four starts back. They're at Gulfstream. They're over to Peter, and they're both wins. Uh-huh. They were the best races of her life. She's listed at eight to one on the morning line. Number two, Jan's Girl. Upsets and wins the ninth race out at Gulfstream. All right, ninth race, uh, ninth race, the Orange, Orange Blossom Stakes, number two, Jan's Girl, the two in the ninth, uh, Gulfstream, Jonathan Ardoon's first play. I guess we're going to Del Mar for the other one. We're going to go to Del Mar and look at race number nine again and get everybody some, some shipping money. You want them to leave with the plants? Well, they'd rather leave with some money. Yes. So. <laughs> the ninth and final at Del Mar, there's a terrific bet here, and I like the number four horse, Short Man. Uh, this is a four-year-old called from the Salvador. No, Barn. Diego Herrera board to ride. He's listed at 20 to yeah. 1 on the morning line. Yeah, look at his last race, Ralph. He got beat four lengths by a horse named Easter. We all Whoa. know Easter. Easter won the stake here last week. This okay. horse should never be this price. He's got plenty of races to go back to. I think he's going to get a good trip in here. Number four, Shortman. Send you home with lots of money in the ninth and final out of Delta. Boy, from your lips to the gambling god's ear on this Sunday. Ninth and final at Del Mar, the last race at Del Mar. Take that shipping money, and by the plants, by the way, too. But in the ninth race, number four, short man with a long price. The four in the ninth at Del Mar. Jonathan has full sheets for Del Mar, Gulfstream, and Aqueduct. Jonathan, we'll talk to you next week. No, we'll talk to you Wednesday. Yeah, I guess that's next yeah. week. Thank you, Ralph. Stay safe <laughs> okay. and be well. Uh, Ernie Perry's clock report is next. 
The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All righty. Back on race day. We got to hit the fast lane. We got to get a lot of guys in here. So here we go. On this Sunday card. Want to remind everybody Woodbine's got a couple of those nice carryovers today. And uh, they got nine races today at Woodbine. First post time is 10.05, and of course the Grade 3 valedic uh, Valedictory Stakes is their feature on the day. And uh, we're going to go to Ernie Perry's Clocker Report for today, and Ernie Perry's Clocker Report has two horses in the second race today. He likes number 8, Victory March. The 8, Victory March in the second race is Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick. Second race, he says uh, this horse um, worked uh, on November 25th in a quick 47.40. The gelding is in fine form. Just a question of transferring that Fort Erie form to Woodbine for a capable trainer. So he thinks he can. Second race, the 8 victory march at 8-1. to one. Then we go to the seventh race uh, for his second selection in the seventh race, which is the valedictory stakes. In the seventh race, he likes number 6, War Court. Are you ready for this? This horse is 20 to 1. Worked on November 28th and 101.60. He said this is a big step up for this gelding. But let's uh, use him in exotics at a price with anything else you like, he says. So in the seventh race, the valedictory stakes, he likes the six war court to hit the board at a big price and make those exotics happening. And that is Ernie Perry's clocker report today. Seventh race used the six. And the second race, he likes the eight victory march. That at Woodbine. Now we're going to go to Rich Ang standing by. And uh, good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Ravi. Well, we are pushed a little bit on time, so I'll ask you real quick if you have a football pick or two, and then we'll get you to pick at uh, Del Mar. Yeah, let me give two games for today. Um, I had a winner in Michigan, which was one of the ugliest games you'll see yep. in the entire uh, postseason. But uh, let's go to game 451 452 mm -hmm. Chargers at the Patriots. I know everyone's dumping on both teams, actually, but I think the Patriots may be dumped on a little less because their defense is still playing great. They're getting five points, and uh, Bailey Zappi will play quarterback. So let's go with the Patriots. It's a hold-your-nose game, Ralph. 452, Patriots plus the five points. All right, that's the first game on the uh, docket today, number 452, the New England Patriots. And anything else? Yes, the next game will be 469, 470. The Cleveland Browns against the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. uh, the Rams are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yep. Uh, the Browns are using Joe Flacco. I don't know where they got him out of mothballs. Right, right. It's a fade on Flacco. So let's go with the Rams. Uh, minus three-and-a-half. I'd probably buy it down to minus three. Uh, game 470. Rams right. over the Browns. All right. Game, uh, game number 452, the Patriots. And game number 470, the Rams. That's in the NFL. What about uh, Hossie Racing? Let's go to the fifth race. It's the $100,000 Cecil B. the Mill, two-year-olds going a mile on the grass. I like one of the shippers coming in. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Deadpan, Flavion Pratt riding for Mark Cassie. Uh, this horse uh, uh, has been running at the Colonial Downs in Keeneland. Looks to have a lot, a bright future. Six to one on the morning line, Ralph. Let's go. 25 win place, two for the ROI. Number seven, Deadpan, race five. All right, well, Cassie won the last race last night with Gaffleon aboard. Today, he's going to use Pratt in the Cecil B. DeMille. Fifth race, number seven, Deadpan, the seven in the fifth race. Rich Ang's play at Del Mar. And don't forget, you can get the rest, the full sheet of Del Mar today at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Talk to you on Wednesday. Hey, thanks, John. Hey, thanks, John. Good luck, everybody. All right, John and Jerry, wrap it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Okay, time to wrap it up on the Race Day Sunday Show, and we go first to John Lendo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good, good, great. Uh, now, uh, weather good uh, down south of Cal? Yeah, it's chilly this morning, but it's clear as a bell. It's going to be beautiful. We'll be fast and firm for the last day of racing at Del Mar. All right, Pratt and uh, Hernandez, watch out for these two guys today, huh? Yeah, it looked like Hernandez had it wrapped up, but Pratt won four yesterday. He's three back. He's got eight mounts today, and when he gets hot, he's a dangerous man. <laughs> he's dangerous all the time, that's for sure. Uh, okay, a couple of nice stakes races today. The Matriarch, of course, used to be the big race during the fall meet at uh, Hollywood Park, now uh, at Del Mar, obviously. And what a race this is. Woof. You know, you don't see too many races. On paper, there is a ton of speed in the matriarch today. So you're not going to have to worry about any kind of false pace. They ought to be rocking and rolling early. And uh, I, I think that might set up fluffy socks for trainer Chad Brown, who comes out of a lot of races back east where, he had, where she had no pace to run at. <laughs> well, i got to tell you, Chad Brown already... Uh, chalked up another win in the Hollywood uh, Derby yesterday, that's for sure. Nine races today, and, of course, a couple of nice stakes races. This is a competitive card on this closing day. Everything goes out the door, and we want to remind everybody that uh, Del Mar closes today, but uh, there will be a Linda report next week. What's the schedule? Uh, we'll do uh, opening weekend of Los Alamitos, which starts Friday, and I'll do a little Gulfstream Park now during the Champions Meet on Thursday. We'll get a feel for how that turf course is playing. All right, you got it, my man. And now we'll uh, cut to the chase, reminding everybody that the Linda Report, for every Southern California Racing Day, every schedule that uh, the Linda Report has, it is free of charge exclusively at the South Point Racebook. So the uh, Linda Report is there for today. And I said uh, free of charge, complimentary there. And, again, picks in all the races. You've got also a uh, uh, suggested late pick for and all the goody information. John, give us a, a closing day winner, Delmar. Uh, right to the opener, race one at Delmar, number 10, guy named Joe. I thought really finished well last time in a maiden race at Santa Anita. Both the turf routes have been good. Ryder switched to Umberto Rispoli, who rides this course as well as anybody. Yeah. And there's enough pace to set him up. So four to one on the program. Number 10, guy named Joe, race number one, Del Mar. Oh, that's a, uh, that's a good pick there, my man, because that first race is, looks real difficult. It's a full field at a mile on the turf for two-year-old maidens. And, of course, it starts out the early pick, 5-12, 31st post, first race winner. Number 10, guy named Joe. Okay, Joe, go. The 10 in the first race is John Lindo's pick for the race day listeners. Again, the full Lindo report, available right now, free of charge, exclusively and only at the South Point Racebook because they love horse players. All right, uh, John, and I guess uh, for uh, the most part, uh, you, you're, you're going to be doing uh, Gulfstream like on uh, the off weekday uh, for Southern California. Is that it? Yeah, right now it looks like I'll do Gulfstream on Thursdays. Uh, Oakland only goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday to start their meet. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a Gulfstream there, and we'll, we'll get a hang on that, and we'll see how, how the uh, cards work out everywhere else. And keeping my eyes over as a horse player, you know, if it interests me, I'm, I'll put it together. You got it, my man. Thanks so much, John. Have a couple of nice days off, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. You got it, Ralph. Good luck today. All right, my man. Now we wrap it up with uh, Jerry Jackowitz. Good morning, Ralph. All right, Jerry. Uh, and, of course, uh, you have your uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry J's power pages for both Del Mar and Aqueduct today with a sloppy track at Aqueduct. Uh, I would imagine you set uh, the power pages up for that. Yes, we did. It's 
all set for a wet track. Okay. Well, you got you gave us a nice reverse play yesterday at Del Mar, uh, where uh, one of your link-ups uh, won and another link-up ran third. So we give you credit for the reverse exacta and the 50-cent uh, try. And uh, okay. all I can say is it looked like a, a conveyor belt at Aqueduct yesterday. Yeah, well, sometimes you get that uh, wet track going, and it can be a little bit of a speed-favoring track. And, uh, you know, it's hard to know that before the race is that it's going to work that way. But uh, years ago, it, it worked that way almost automatically. Yeah. But nowadays, it's not 100% automatic. So, uh, you know, we still have to guess a little bit before, you know, when we're selecting before the day. So. Okay. All right, well, I want to remind everybody that uh, you can join us on Wednesday to talk a little bit about what's going on in racing from your point of view, that's for sure. And, of course, okay. we may be back in the South Point Studios on Wednesday, depending on the equipment arrival. So uh, we will, of course, I'll let you know, uh, and I'll let you know if we're going that okay. way or this way. All right, let's get started. Yeah, you better be, because otherwise uh, the look here might not quite qualify. <laughs> All right. All right, so anyway, we're going to go to, it's a soppy track at Aqueduct today. We're going to go to the eighth race. Today's flavor, the eight horse, uh, this gelding just sort of fits all the uh, all the boxes. Sort of an obvious horse. I think he's going to be heavily played probably down to three to two. So there's not a lot of value in him, but uh, I think the exotics are pretty good here. So I like the eight horse to win. I like the eight over the three, four, six, and seven. I'm doing tiny little reverses just to break even. It's all about these turns. There's a lot of value in the exotics here. So the eight over the three, four, six, and seven. Eighth race, uh, the New York Stallion Series uh, Thunder Rumble Division. You like the eight today's flavor. The eight over three, four, six, seven, and reverse. The eight in the eighth at Aqueduct. What about Del Mar? Okay, let's go to the third, uh, excuse me, the second race. Uh-huh. Excuse me, Ralph. The six-horse YOLO calls at 5-2 to two. really looks like a pop-out key in this race. It's uh -huh. really interesting how value. I think we'll get the 5-2 to two on YOLO calls, and uh, a small field, that's actually pretty good value. Here are the six-horse. I just like this filly an awful lot today. I'll play the six over the 2-3-4, do my reverses, the six for Peter Uriton. All right, second race, the six. YOLO calls the six over 2-3-4 and reverse. The uh, $2 ROI, two on the six in the second race. Reminding again, Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Del Mar and all Aqueduct. Available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. do want to make a note to everybody out there that's playing Aqueduct today. They are moving up post times uh, a, a little bit towards uh, from the third out to the ninth race. For example, the third race changed from 118 post time to 115, and it goes right down. They're shaving off a couple of... Uh, couple of minutes on each of the post times, so keep that in mind. By the time you get to the ninth and final race that was scheduled to go at 4.08, it's now going at 3.45. So they are uh, shaving sometimes off of uh, the races today, post times at Aqueduct. But if you're watching the signal, you'll know that, right? Right. Okay. Anyhow, have a pleasant Sunday out there, folks. Do all the great things that you want to do on Sunday, in including uh, reminding yourself of the hereafter for hereafter in any case um, one more thing to say we'll be back on wednesday god willing and the crick don't rise and we'll let you know where we're going to be broadcasting from as well but go ahead and say it jerry have a great race day everybody it's ralph serato at race day las vegas morning on 1400 kshp north las vegas online at kshp.com